Good morning. Welcome to the Barnes Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by calling 888-775-37. Oh, no. What am I doing? It's on the screen. And that's a radio show number anyway. How dumb is that? Talking about being unconscious. But no, it's on the screen. Thank you, Dad. Um, um, as you know, some of you know I do a radio show on the weekend, AM 870 at 2 p.m. Um, and so you were telling me that you heard it yesterday. Yeah, and actually, I actually wanted to, to make a comment on that because something, you know, I got something. I got a little, a little nugget uh, of, of truth towards right. the end of your call. It really hit home with me. And that you, you, you know, she, you told her, you gave her some, some great advice on how to drop her, her, her anger and her, her unforgiveness towards her person who raped her. Yes. And she goes, and she paused for a moment, and almost right. like she wanted to, yeah. she didn't have anything to say. And then she said, well, my, my, my point of view is different. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I seen there, and then you said towards the end, you told Martin, and you guys were discussing it, you said the reason why you can't, people can't forgive is that they, they, they can't see that, that, uh, that unforgiveness is wrong. And then it hit me right there. There it is right there. Seeing is something from God. So, and you said, if you're locked into your ego, you can't see. You simply, yeah. a person cannot see. Yeah. And seeing is something that you can use the word lo loosely and, and intellectually, but unless you, unless you had some type of perspective and when you're seeing, you're seeing something was truly wrong and then it goes away. Yeah. I've had that before. And I can see now that the reason why there's still some anger somewhere in the basement somewhere is because I haven't seen that it's wrong, or I haven't seen uh, uh, from above um, the uh, what I need to see in order to be free from it. Oh, good, man. You know, so uh, see, the, the, the word seen is a very sacred um, um, a word yeah. um, because it's, it's, it's totally from God, and it yeah. isn't, you can't just see intellectually. So That's I, right. I thought that was fine. That's a very good point. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm glad. I want the radio show to help folks. I don't want to do it just to be doing it. It's just a waste of time to be doing it, just to be doing it. So that's good. Absolutely. Raymond, you heard it too, right? I did. Did you like it? I thought it was a, a way thought-provoking. Uh, indeed, uh, indeed there, there, you do uh, what now? It was, uh, was thought-provoking how, uh, how, uh, how we make laws that doesn't, doesn't do a bit of good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, indeed, after the service, I would like to ask the phone number of uh, phone number of the governor's office so I can put my two cents in. Okay, get it from Patrick. I will. Thank you. Uh, the show was about uh, there's a, a law on the governor's desk here in California, Governor Brown's desk. And it's, it's SB 967, and it, it is yes mean yes. And so if if a boy and a girl are all man or woman are dating, and I don't understand it. I, I kind of understand, but it's so crazy that I don't understand it. It's like you have to get a yes from the woman in order to have sex with her. She has to say yes. And then, if, she, if you, you know how sometimes you go out on a date, or the lady come over to your house, you guys sit around and drink wine and kind of wine and get ready for it and smoke a little joint. <laughs> because, you know, this is your lady, you're her man, you, you know what's about to happen, right? 
uh, if you should have sex with her after drinking or smoking a joint or anything like that, then you, the man would get in trouble because if she's been drinking or been smoking, she is unable to say yes. I mean, yeah, she's unable to say yes or no. And so I'm telling you guys now, don't get them drunk before you have sex with them. It's best to wait now, get high afterward. Because if you do it and she says that I didn't want to, and all they're going to ask now, if this law is signed into office, did she, was she drinking prior to you guys having sex? If you say yes, then you're in trouble. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it is. So I'm asking this lady, I had a guest on who support that bill, <laughs> who admitted she was a lesbian. I didn't ask if she was a lesbian. She just told me uh, that. Uh, so I asked her, so now does the man need to send a text? <laughs> does she need to send him a text? And, uh, you you got to make sure you can verify the yes. Yeah, so how, how, how else would you verify the yes? You got to have it on a tape recorder or what? <laughs> it is the craziest thing, but you need to call your governor and let him know how you feel about this. So I asked her, can men do this to women too? Can they say, well, I didn't say yes. And she said, yeah, men can do it to women. But you know how far that goes. So your yes, if you don't want to get in trouble with the yes, yes thing, yes means yes, then you better call the governor and tell him not to sign that bill. It is the most crazy thing I ever seen. So I asked the woman, if you are a lesbian, why are you trying to tell straight people how to live? You rejected heterosexuality by becoming a, le- a lesbian. Now you're going to be able to tell us what to do? It was a good question. I forgot the answer. You need to hear the show to find the answer. A couple other things. Uh, did you hear that there was another British, was a British citizen beheaded? A, a British citizen. So two Americans so far, and now and one British so far. And the other thing is, uh, a U.S. citizen, according to Fox News, U.S. citizen was uh, given four years in prison in career, hard labor, labor in prison. Actually, six. What? Six. Six years? Six years. No, not South Korea, North Korea. Uh, the communist country. Uh, uh, six years, oh, okay, in prison, hard labor. I didn't say why, but it's just kind of in the face to our country, that's all. These people are doing whatever they want to us now, and it's mind-blowing. They're not afraid. And the last name, ISIS is at the border of Mexico and U.S. ISIS is at the border, and in all honesty, there's nothing to stop them from coming over. Isn't that amazing? So these are some, I'm sharing this with you because these are some serious times. Dark, the lie is taking over everywhere. It's really just in every area of our life now. And we are at risk. We are at risk. And, it's, and the Christians are not doing anything about it. They're just waiting on the Lord. They are waiting to be taken up. <laughs> How dumb is that, huh? I'm just going to wait on the Lord. These things are going to happen anyway. Okay. Keep on waiting. Here's my question. Anybody have questions for me? Oh, good. Here's my question. Does everyone in this room suffer at times? 
you go through things, you really suffer. Who don't suffer? So I mean, everybody suffer. Okay. Um, how do you feel about your suffering? Um, I, I don't feel good about it. That's for you don't sure. feel good about it. No. And, and meaning what? Explain what you mean. Um, well, I feel like you know sometimes I resent the suffering that I'm going through. Right. And so it's worse, actually. Why do you resent it? Um, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. No. I'm just no. saying why. Well, I, I think that um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's the feeling, the the bad feelings that are on me, uh, and therefore, I, I don't like having those bad feelings. I want to get rid of those feelings as quickly as I can. Right. So. Um, I think that's where my resentment comes oh, okay. comes in. Yeah. So you don't like the suffering. Um, in the back, uh, how do you feel about your suffering? That's a good question. I don't really <laughs> see myself suffering. You don't suffer. You don't. I, I, you don't go I through mean, anything. I mean, I go through things, but wow, suffering sounds like you can't come out of it or get over it or something. I don't see it as suffering. This is a happily married woman. She got a good man. Oh, yeah, I'm suffering. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm suffering. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about my husband. Uh, but you, do, you don't go through things? I mean. I mean, you don't have to deal with situations. I, and, I, I, I deal with situations all the time, but. I still don't see it as suffering because they're just situations. Right on. Okay. No suffering. Yeah. Do you go through things? Well, we you, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. We all go through things. What I've learned, my, both my suffering as I reflect on is caused by my own choices, choices that I make. How do you feel about suffering? Well, I feel that I need to get out of my life. That's how I feel about it. I need to eradicate it. When you're going through it, are you happy about it? Well, I have anxiety, and that doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make you happy. No, anxiety does not make me happy. It gets, it gets, it gets, it, you know, it hinders me from getting about the father's business, and that's my purpose to get so about the father's business. So you have anxiety. Business. That's what your suffering is. For me, the anxiety is what your no, suffering is. No, the, the anxiety comes from I'm allowing myself. To go through this because there's choices I make. Getting right. back to oh, I, that, I got you. taking responsibility, the choices I make. That's why I'm suffering. See, we can eliminate. We all suffer, but we can eliminate eliminate the suffering by the right attitude. Oh, okay. So why don't you do that? Well, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm just sharing with you. I, How do you, so? Do you do you like suffering or you don't like it? No, 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 I don't, don't like anxiety. That's what it brings, anxiety. Oh. I don't like anxiety. Don't like that. So that, okay. They're like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Okay. For, Good. <laughs> uh, how do you, over Thank here, you. how do you feel about suffering? Uh, I'm like, okay, I don't feel anything. About suffering? Uh-uh. You like I, suffering? No, I don't love it, but I just don't, <laughs> uh, uh, I just, it doesn't affect me like it used to. Oh, okay. And I would get all crazy and didn't know what to do. And No, I've had some, some things happening in my family, and I'm calm, you know, about it. 
the only thing that uh, that I'm going through right now is my health. You know, trying to get your better. health is not good. No, it wasn't, but it's getting better. Is that part of suffering? I think it could be, yeah. Uh, how, so how do you feel about your health not being good? Well, I don't again, feel bad about it. And again, this is not a test. It. You don't fail. You don't get an A or B. Mm-hmm. I just want, like, like LaSantra said, that's a good question. Right. I want you to start thinking about but what's I, happening I with yourself. I don't feel that I'm suffering like I would have been before. Okay. i just trying to get better by doing certain things. All right. Yes, and... Uh, I think about my past. I went through a lot. I was, I mean, I went through a whole lot. When do I was you suffer girl. now, though? No. You do suffer sometimes, or no? No. No suffering. I, I feel uh, sad sometimes for what's happening in some of my family, but I don't suffer. So no. personally, you're not suffering at all? Mm-mm. Wow. How did you get away from suffering? I don't know. I just, I just don't anymore. Okay, good. How about you? How do you feel about suffering? Well, there's a saying. I was looking in um, a Jesus Calling book, and it says, be glad for what's, whatever's going to happen today, and it might, your day may be messy, and which can cause suffering. But if you look at it as it's part of growing, and if you don't, suffer along with it and just come back to the moment and live in the moment. How do you feel Jesus about suffering? Jesus is there with you. <laughs> How do you feel about suffering? I, I just, um, I don't feel too much. I mean, I, I may suffer here and there, but then I have to just kind of like look at it and say, okay, this is what, what's happening today and just look at it. And then it just seems to go away and I, I become, I actually kind of numb to it. It doesn't affect me. So you feel happy about suffering? Well, it's not necessarily happy. I'm just, uh, I feel strong. You feel strong about suffering? Yeah, I feel strong about the dilemma I'm in or whatever. And I'm saying, okay, it's not my problem. I say, Jesus, it's, uh, you got to take care of me because I don't know what to do or whatever, you know? Okay. And, And I just come back to the moment. And for some reason, it's all, the day is over with. And I go, hey, I made it. Okay. So that's how I look at suffering. All right. Two non-suffering people. (laughs) Uh, Right here. How do you feel about suffering? I think I suffer a lot. I mean, maybe little things, but then that's probably because I'm being selfish. But it's nothing that really stays with me. And... I think there's something to what Margaret said about if there are difficult, you know, things that you go through, there's definitely, like, there's a reason you're going through it. There's something you learn from it, and you get stronger. So it just kind of, like she said, take it kind of one step at a time. It's not something that weighs on me. or. So suffering must be a God thing there. So we're taking it hard. <laughs> yes, me, yes. Uh Robert, how do you feel about suffering? <laughs> well, suffering is really how to, like, you know, get well, I didn't ask you what it was. I asked, and, how do you uh, feel about it? When you're suffering, how do you feel about it? I feel pretty bad. I'm sorry? I feel bad. And why? About, about it, because I mean, it's not a good feeling, you know? I mean, <laughs> but you have to live through it and uh, hope for the best. 
You have to live through it and hope for the best. Yeah. And you feel bad about suffering when you're suffering. Well, I mean, you want me to feel good about suffering? <laughs> you want me to, like, rejoice like I'm in a party? <laughs> you may be better off. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Let me ask this. This is so good. It is good. Yes. We have two people that don't suffer. And we, oh, three. And then we have men who are suffering like not going north. So maybe a guy thing. Uh, how many of you have faith? Oh. Is Casey here? Yes. Tell Casey to come here for a minute. I need to ask Casey a question. About faith. And so the rest of you don't have faith. You have faith? Did you raise your hand? You have faith? Okay. He said yes. I waited for Casey. What is faith? Why Casey's coming? Faith is uh, a certainty that if you stay in, in, in the right path, that everything will, will, will turn out well. That's what faith is? To me. Okay. A certainty. A what? <laughs> faith is a, a, a certainty that, that if you stay in the right path, that it all, everything will turn out well. Okay. It, I've never heard the word certainty. Is that a Mexican word? No, it's a word. It, it is a word. <laughs> Certainty. Oh. Thank you. Oh, okay. It, yeah. I don't you. mind. I'm black. You should hear me sometimes. Yeah. We have similarities, I guess. That's right. Our own form of Ebonics. Huh? That's right. <laughs> Casey, good morning. Good morning. I hear you had a discussion last night about faith. Mm-hmm. How did that discussion go? Well, um, my dad brought up something about hope and faith, and I don't know, but um, mom had a different opinion about it, and dad did, and I said that um, to me, um, I think you should have faith and stuff, because if you have hope, it's like you don't think you're going to get whatever you want, and you're, you, you, don't, you, don't really, um, you don't really believe you're going to get it, but you just hope. But when you have faith, you know you're going to get it. You like, you, you, you're for sure that you, you're going to get it. Okay, so when you have hope, you're not sure you're going to get it. It's like you're just hoping for something. Yeah. And if you have faith, you, you're pretty sure that you're going to get it. Yeah. Okay, and you, your dad agreed on that, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. How, do you, how old are you now? I'm 12. You're 12, okay. And Lasanti, you disagree with that? This is her mama. What I said was, you know, I think you do have both. Hope to me is not, you know, that you're not going to get it. It's that you would be okay if you get it or not. You're like, you know, I hope it works out, but oh, whatever. But faith, you know, faith, you, you, you believe. You believe that all the time, whether, you hope it, whether you're hoping it or not. Oh, okay. So you, be, you think they're both the same? Um... Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. What do you say about that? I kind of agree with Casey because seeing like hope is like if you have faith, you don't need hope. Hope, you just like you believe that you're gonna get it, so you don't need hope. Oh, okay. How many people believe you don't need hope if you have faith? Okay. You do too. 
So you don't believe if you have hope, you don't I mean, you don't need hope if you have faith. Right. Um, Hermes. What do you say about that? I agree with Casey. You agree with Casey? Yes. That if you have hope, you don't need the faith. No, I agree. I mean, if you have <laughs> hope, you don't have faith. If you have faith, you, you know, you, you believe it's going to happen. I don't know that they, uh, it's one or the other, but I do think that um, faith is stronger than hope. Oh, okay. Yeah. And why do you think that? Uh, it's just from my experience. Oh, your experience? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't base it on <laughs> that I, no, There's definitely a difference between <laughs> faith and hope. I'm joking. Okay. Casey, I love the conversation you had with your father. How old are you again? Twelve. I thought it was amazing that um, you were having that kind of conversation with him, yeah. especially as stubborn as he is. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just, you want to respond to that? Hold on a minute for the mic. Hold on for the mic. My understanding of faith is knowing something's going to happen. Right. That's my faith. And how about hope? Hope, well, I, I uh, put my hope uh, in, uh, I, I guess, in the saints, that they'll come up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> I want hope in the saints. I'm hoping in the saints. Yeah. <laughs> they'll step up to the mark. <laughs> okay. Um, Kent, what do you say about that? Is hope and faith the same? No. It's not the same? Not, not to me. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's the difference? I think hope to me implies doubt. And uh, faith is something totally different. It's a it's a strong knowing that something's going to happen, or it's going to you have a, a being about you that feels confident in what's going to be the future. Oh, okay, and why do you believe that? Why do I believe that? Yeah, um, because I I think I've experienced hope and uh, I've experienced faith at times, and they they just feel like two different things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. How about you? Let's go right here. And then I want Pat, and then we'll move on. I just want it on record, that's all. <laughs> yes? Well, the scriptures say that... Uh, no, tell me, uh, what do you say first? Well, this is where my thinking comes from. Oh, okay. Uh, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Right. But it mentions hope as one of the three great things. And so I don't see it as a negative, although I hadn't considered, you know, the way Casey and her father have been talking about it. Right. That's a new idea to me and I really haven't considered the, I I had the diff, I had the question in my mind this week what is the difference but I I never resolved it never um, you know oh, okay. kind of it popped about in your it. mind but you didn't come up with yeah, anything. Yeah I didn't come up with anything. Okay. All right. All right Patrick the smartest white man on this side of heaven. <laughs> Shameful. <laughs> is there a difference between faith and hope? Yes. What's the difference? Um, I don't know exactly, but uh, faith is... Well, I think how do you know there's a difference there? I'm standing next to Casey here. Oh. <laughs> um, faith, yeah, faith implies something that you're really sure of, and hope is something that you'd like to happen, but you're not sure of. Okay, hope is something you would like, like to, to happen, happen, but you're not sure. You're not sure it's going to happen. But and you faith hope is something you know that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, okay, how do you know that that's the difference? That those are the differences? I don't know how I know it. I don't know. I don't oh, know how to explain that. You just believe it without knowing why you believe it? I don't know how I can explain how I know it. I just, okay. It just makes sense to me. So Casey's father called me up last night. Jesse, I have a question. 
I'm like, what is the question? I have the answer. He said, what's the difference between, is there a difference between faith and hope? I said, no, they're both the same. They are, faith is, hope is faith. And he goes, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, well, why are you asking me then? No, it's not. There is a difference. And I said, well, according to the Bible, faith is the thing it's hoped for. And the evidence I'm not seeing yet. So they're both the same. If you have hope, you have faith. They are the same. No, it's not. No, it's not. I said, okay. I said, you'll call me tomorrow or at some point, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Lo and behold, he called me as, he read the Bible, he found it in the Bible. He was like, wow, man, you were right about that. And he said, I got to call Casey now, because she and I had a good conversation about it, and she agreed with me. I'm like, Lord, poor Casey. She better be trying to follow her mama. <laughs> so faith and hope is the same thing. No, it's not. Why do you say it's not? If they were the same thing, they'd have the same word. There would only be one word for one, and that would be it. Oh, there would be only one word to define faith? You wouldn't say, I want, uh, you wouldn't say I want faith and hope, and you wouldn't name a bunch of things. You would just name one thing. Why do you say that? Because that's what words are. Different words describe different things. Oh, I don't understand that. Hope is, uh, hope is what you hope for, but you don't know, and faith is what you know. No. Faith is not what you know. Faith is what you're hoping for. No, faith, faith is what you believe is going to happen. Hope is, too. Hope is, is more like you're not sure. You're not no, going no, to bet the house on it. I mean, I can so. understand that people do see it that way, but in reality, faith and hope are both the same. You're still hoping for whatever. That's my final answer. <laughs> okay. Why, why do you say faith is hope? Because that's what faith is. Faith is are the things that are faith. How did it go? Faith is the thing that hope for. If you have hope, you have faith. You have hope that it's going to work out. You believe that it will work. You hope it does. And that's all faith is. Faith is nothing but hope because when you believe for something, you don't have it yet. You're just hoping that you do get it or that it does work out. You're not, you don't have it yet. When you have faith, you don't have it. You have faith that it will work. Hoping is the same thing. But faith implies a religious component, and hope, hope doesn't have a religious component attached to it. Well, hope, faith is not a religious component either. It's the same spirit. Say it again. Hope is not a, I mean, hope, you said hope is not a religious component, right? But There's, faith yeah, is? If you look at it in the dictionary, hope is not, doesn't, have, doesn't have any religious component to it. Oh, I would, right, it's not going to have it in the dictionary. I wouldn't be looking there for it. You're right about that. But hope and faith, it's the same thing. Where's that scripture where it says faith is? Right here. Go right here. So your dad going to call you. Did he call you yet? No? <laughs> One thing about your father, he does see it after a while. I know that. He's, you know, like he'll have a question. And if it's not revealed to him, you're like, no, it's not. That's not it. I knew you were wrong. And then he'll go and search. I said, okay, go ahead. You'll come back. And he sees it for himself. You, you don't have it yet? I don't. I don't have that particular scripture you're looking for, but there's lots of scriptures that link faith with hope. 
Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah. Oh, give him one that links faith with hope, just for the record. I used to not believe or know that hope was faith either. I thought hope was like separate from God, that I didn't really, you know, something I'm just hoping for, that it wasn't as believing that I may get it. But uh, it's the same. Let me, you know, you How about one? Galatians 5.5? 5, 5. Okay. For we through the Spirit, for we through the Spirit what? wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Yeah. Hold on, for, wait a minute. Go ahead. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. And we, what is the other one? Hebrews 11.1. 1. He, so did Pat hear that his word was intertwined there? Where's Patrick? Because he said those two words are intertwined, right? They mean two different things. Right. Here's one example where they're put together. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to repeat the same one? Yes. there's others. Um, well, repeat another one. Get another one, I mean. All right. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. Read uh, Hebrew, the one that I mentioned, and then we'll move on. And I, I, I don't want to make you see this. I want it to be revealed to you because if you don't see it for yourself, it's not going to make sense to you. Well, what about Peter? First um, Peter one twenty one, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. And there's another scripture talk about how our hope is in God. Our faith is in God. But because of the way we've been trained and the intellect, we're suffering unnecessarily. We really, really are because we're basing things on what we have learned. Even if we do read it in the Bible, we still just read it and intellectually understand it, and we're suffering unnecessarily. We really are because of that. I got it. Yeah, Hebrew? Okay. All right. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the grounds of things which are hoped for and the evidence of things which are not seen. There you go. Faith is the grounds of things that are hoped for. They're both the same. Yes. Right here. Hey, hey. Right here. <laughs> Passing up the woman. It just seemed like when he was reading that, it seemed like you're hoping for faith. That's, what I, that's the way I hear it. But uh, it seems like if hope is faith, then I have faith. But I don't think I have faith because if I have faith, I'll be all right. But I have a lot of hope. I'm hoping all the time. <laughs> but you do have faith if you have hope. But I know, just ask God to reveal it to you. I can't. I can't make you see it, but I'm going to show you some other stuff here in a minute. Okay. But, uh, yes, Pat. I think it's hope. Faith is the evidence of hope. Right. Yeah. So you're using different words to say different, they're, they're different things. Otherwise, you wouldn't use two What's different words. What's the problem with Hope is what you're hoping for. You have it too close to your mouth, faith, Patrick. Faith we don't need to do that anymore. Faith has an evidence of that. Just like love. Love is not the same as faith or hope. They're three different things. I don't know why. Why would you use different words if they were the same thing? We ask God. Or the folks who wrote the Bible. They're, 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 they're specifically a little bit different oh, because one is, one is the evidence for something else. So it, it doesn't mean it's equal and exactly the same thing. What's your purpose of having hope if it's not faith? Again, hope, is, hope are the things that I'm, that I'm wishing for. 
faith are more like the Give me an example of something you hope for and it's a wish. Hope for and it's a wish? You said hope is the thing that you, are the things that you're wishing for, right? Yeah, hope is something I hope to be true or I wish to be true or something. Like what, for example? If, I know it's hard I to don't think know. of. I don't know. Want a house on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hope. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. No, not not hope that uh, Senator Cruz will be president. One last word. I but mean, let's come back here. You have I, faith yeah. is something that I know to be. I, I, I'm I'm on this thing because I I believe it's. Gonna How be. do you come up with that? That one mean one thing, and the other one mean, and they are different. Well, I've gone through life. I've been, you know, educated. I I, I look up a word. I understand <laughs> what the word means. <laughs> you know, I mean. You, I wouldn't you, trust my education. You were using, Not with spiritual things. We're having a, a discussion about words here. Right. So you have to have some understanding of what the word means if you're going to talk about it. But worldly way, intellectually way, hope does have a different meaning than spiritually. Well, you tell me why they would have a different word for something that means the same thing. They who? The Bible. Why would he talk about faith, hope, and love if they're all the same thing? Why would but he break because them they are the same thing. But the three parts of maybe a, 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 of a same type of thing, but they're not the same thing. They're three elements of it. Yes, they are the same thing. No. <laughs> what are they? Faith, hope, and love. Oh, what are right here. Hold on a minute. Hold on, guys. I'm going to get to everybody. And I'm, look. There's all kind of words that mean the same thing. I mean, you could look in a thesaurus and find words that mean the same thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes, sir. Good point there, uh, cameraman. You know, um, if faith is the evidence of hope, then isn't love the evidence of faith? Or faith the evidence of love? They're all the same. Yeah. 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 Yes, ma'am. And then I'm over here, ladies. Uh, right out there. Um, faith, hope, and love. Can you have one without the other? No. Not... God's love, not the real love, but you can have, you can have earthly love, human being love, mm -hmm. with no hope. But spiritually, can you have faith no, without? No, they're all the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because if if you have faith in God, then that that come with God is love, all love. You know what I'm saying? And it's really that love that sees us through all things. Because we are not reacting, we're not mad, we're not judging. Because we have his love loving us through things, you know, through situations. Yes, yes, ma'am. Um, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit confused about your, uh, your, you asked us if we had faith, and, and I said, of course, you know, I know I don't, because if I really and truly had faith, I could really walk on water, <laughs> you know, and I know I can't. Yeah, why but don't I you can, have it? Why don't, well... I can't say because I don't have hope, because I do have hope that someday, perhaps, I will have faith. But I know I don't have it. Just like, I hope I wasn't late to get here today, but I was. <laughs> you know, so I could, that couldn't turn into faith, because I knew I was running a little late. But, you know, if God wanted to, I guess he could scoop me up a little bit more, and I would be there if I had true faith, and I would somehow have gotten here through a... Or if you had left a little earlier. Yeah, but that's if I would have left a little earlier. Right. But I mean, if you were, if, if you were to be like Christ-like, he could just be there in an instant. 
okay? Uh-huh. I don't have that faith in. Like it says, just the faith of a mustard seed, which is very pure and very strong. And so whatever the mustard seed turns in, everything can taste like it, and it would be strong. And I don't have that. What is the purpose of faith? Uh, to, uh, what is the purpose of faith? No, what is the purpose of faith? Of fate or faith? No, faith. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this a good question, though? You got to examine these things. You got to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way and what you realize and what you don't know. I'm telling you how blinded we are. And so you don't even know the purpose of faith, right? And yet well, you I want mean, it. I, I know. I mean, it's, I'm, how should I say? I'm living here. I'm, I'm learning how to let go, let me put it that way, and, and allow God to, you know. No, I said, what is the purpose of faith? And you say, I don't know, right? Well, I, I really don't. I, okay. You know, until I maybe arrive, I, I really don't know. Okay. You know. That's an honest answer. Yes, ma'am. What, you have faith? Uh, well, I want to find out if it's faith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Again, I, we are just fellowshipping. None of us is smart. When I first started meditating, uh, okay, and I turned from the other way of my wrongdoings, I had signed a legal paper to, for my house to be, take, you know, given to this certain person. And when I went to court... The, both of the lawyers told me I didn't have a chance, that I didn't have a chance because I signed all these things over. And so I went with an attitude of whatever, you know, what it, if it happens. I did want it to happen. I had hope. But I would accept anything, you know, because I just trying at right. least to get it back. And uh, I went... So and in I, your hope, did you believe you were going to get what you wanted or I you doubted? I had hope. I had hope and I sort of, I don't know, I had a funny like knowing, but I had hope mostly. Is it hope, at least in your mind for those who don't want to put them together, is it hope a belief that you're going to get what you want? Well, I is, think is that true or not? Uh-uh. Sort of. I, uh-uh. I, well, I hope think, is doubt. No, it's not down. It's a belief that you're going to get what you you want. I have hope, but (laughs) I would accept whatever, you know, because I did try to do the best I could. And if it didn't happen, I would accept that, too. Let me ask the smartest white man that question. I know he's busy doing something else, so I won't stop you after this. If you have hope, in that hope that you have are you believing that you're going to get what you want? I don't think of it that way. You, I mean, it could be the right way. No, no, I'm asking, were you no. like hoping for something? Is there a belief that you might get what you want? There's a belief that I might get it, whereas yeah. if I had faith about it, I'd have a strong belief that I would get it. Oh, so hope is a lightweight belief. Yeah. And to faith me, is a strong belief. That's the way I see it. But they both believe. They're a form of belief, right? But you just said hope wasn't a form of belief. No, I didn't say that. You said it was a different word with a different meaning. A hope is something I think I, I might get, I, I, I think I'd like to have. Oh, or I'd oh like, and faith I, is a, an assurance that you've got to get it. 
I'd, I'd put the word faith and belief in my mind closer than hope. Hope oh, is, okay. is more lightweight. Faith oh, and belief okay. to me are closer to right, strong. Okay. Um, Can I ask you a question? What's the purpose of uh, faith? Oh, um, that's a question I want to answer. Hold on a minute, sir. I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, I don't know the answer. It just occurred to me right now when you were talking what faith is, and I just realized most people don't even know the purpose of faith. Oh, yeah, I got faith. What's the purpose of it? And maybe because we don't know the purpose of it, it may not be working. (laughs) Isn't that proof of thought? I could be wrong. Hold on a minute. What's the purpose of faith? You have faith? The purpose of faith is to No, do you have faith? Yes, I do. What's the purpose of faith? To give us hope. To give us hope. That man just said, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. okay. Faith gives us hope. <laughs> so the purpose of faith is to give us hope. Amen. All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think faith means that we're sure that we're going to get it. That we're sure that we're going to get it. Well, what is the purpose? Faith. Is the to that we're sure that we're gonna get the outcome that God is gonna grant us. Oh. You have faith? Faith? Yes, because I have hope. So when I have hope But you can't have hope and faith it's messed up. Well I have hope that no, I'm kidding. things are gonna come out the way you know, because you don't know, like if I'm going out I'm going to go look for a job or something and I say, Okay and then you get to a place where you are inspired that oh it's going to work for me but you can only have hope but you can't make it happen you can have faith but I don't know I just well, you got me confused circle. I'm confused <laughs> <laughs> this is nice to know isn't that right yes. are you enjoying this conversation much as I am really it's just a self examination God said seek first the kingdom of heaven know thyself right and these are the things we need to be knowing because we can think we know something, and when questioned about it, like the young lady was going, I got faith, I got faith. And I said, what's the purpose of faith in? Oh, that's a good question. What's the purpose? You never thought about what is the purpose. We need, God wants us to know these things. He wants us to know all things. Uh, where was I? Oh, right here. You had your hand. To me, uh, to me faith is like just um, knowing God's going to take care of you. Like you could do anything, just go out there, you know, do the right thing, and you know God's going to take care of you, and that's what faith is to me. Like, um, because I know I don't have faith because some things I won't do because I think I'm going to get hurt or whatever, and I don't have the faith. But I think I don't think faith is like um, knowing that you're going to get something. It's just like you know God's going to take care of you whether you get it or not. And how did you come up with that? I mean, I read the Bible, like, what faith, God said, have faith, I'll take care of you. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's where you come up with that? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I understand that. Did you have your hand? I did. Okay. And then I have a question for you. I'd like to take a stab at it by using uh, Scripture. Scripture says that um, uh, the purpose of faith is to please God. That's in Hebrews eleven six. What? It's in Hebrews 11.6. The purpose of faith is to please God. Yeah. It says without him, you can't please him too. Right. Isn't that amazing? Right. Without faith, you can't believe, even please God. So that, no wonder all of us want to think we got faith. 
you're going to put that kind of thing on us. How does one develop faith? Well, with us, it's like by not buying into doubt, letting doubt pass. With us, then who? you have faith. With people. How many people attached to you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about myself. Here. How does one develop faith? Um, I do it by just allowing the doubt to go by, not buying into the doubt, and then you have faith from that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hermes, you have faith Love. from your experience. Well, like at times, yes. And how does one develop faith? I mean, I can't. I don't know that I developed it. I just think I have it from time to time. It, it comes and go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm not laughing at right. you. I'm laughing with you. Sure. <laughs> no, I am. I really am. I really am. Uh, Casey, do you know how does one develop faith? Um. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Um, yes, sir. My understanding. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How I develop my faith is by trusting in Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross. And, um, and, and, uh, and, but see, and I my premise is faith is a gift from God. Faith is a gift. So if I trust Jesus Christ with his finished work, I believe the, the God gives me the gift of faith. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that working for you? Yes, it is. All right. I made some notes on this. It's funny. I wrote this stuff down as I'm reading the scriptures and stuff. And then I can't read my own writing because I put it all together. And under pressure, I can't read my own writing. (laughs) Okay. Um, Faith. The purpose of faith is to defeat our enemies. To defeat our enemies. And the way we develop that faith so that our enemies can be defeated is that we have to have a willingness to endure all things. All of the temptations and the challenges that people bestow upon us and that the devil bestows upon us. If you are willing to endure that, all things, if you're willing to endure it, then you would develop the faith. Because by the willingness to endure it, you're letting go and allowing God to defeat it for you. Because it's not we who defeat the enemy. It's God who does it through us. Because of ourselves, we can do nothing. And so to develop that faith where you're going through something or you're feeling embarrassed or you did something wrong and that's backfiring on you, you're feeling crazy about it, um, whatever it may be, that the devil's being restored upon you or bestowed upon you or you're a human being. If you have that willingness to endure that, you can develop faith because you will start to see that God will fight your battle for you because it's a spiritual battle. Everything that we do is spiritual. And so when we have these things upon us, and then we start getting mad, anxiety, uh, worried, want to resolve the problem real fast, you don't have faith. And, And God can't do anything about it. Because without the faith, you can't even please him. And so that's where I ask, how do you feel about what you have to go through? 
And when you're mad about what you have to go through or, or you want to hurry up and get it done, you have no faith. Because when we are going through things, it's God who allows us to go through things. And going through things can humble us. It can humble us. But if you're mad about it and want it to be over with and don't want to have to deal with it, I don't want to hear this, then you can't be humble. God is only allowing you to go through things because he's trying to humble you. He's trying to get you to believe in him. He's allowing that to happen for those reasons. So that you can develop the faith. Because you'll start to see, wow, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Especially when you relax and let go of it. That makes sense a little? But your ego wants you to be mad about it. The ego wanted to end and end now. The ego said, well, if you don't resolve that problem right now, you're going to be destroyed. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose this, right? And that's what, that's the pain you're feeling, and you think that is you. So you want that pain to hurry up and disappear because you don't want to have to be feeling this way. Not knowing it, whatever God's will is, that's what it will be. You don't realize that. That's all it is. And so you never develop that faith. So you walk around and say, oh, I have faith. But you really don't because you don't really know what faith is. You don't really understand how it works. So when the opportunity comes to develop the faith, you get rid of those opportunities, but yet you say you have faith. Christ had to suffer, so do we. And he suffered through all things that he had to go through because he knew the Father was with him. And it's all for a reason. It's to make him better to humble him, to know that he's not God. And if you had that kind of faith, according to Luke, which is the mustard seed faith, where you really endure all things, don't be mad at the people who bring it up on you. Don't blame anyone, even the things that the devil brings up on us. When you know, when you have that kind of let go resistance, you know, don't fight against it, you will start to see that the faith is developing. I'm telling you, so help me. And that's why I'm asking these questions, because I had to check myself, too. You know, you think you know all this stuff, and you're just saying, but yet it's not working in your life, so it must be something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Let me go right here, and then I, I want to tell you something else. Uh, yes? I was just going to say what, what you said at the end, Jesse, about, you know, you started asking us about suffering yes. and how we felt. And I was thinking more about that, and then you have to have the faith to go through the suffering because you need to just endure it, you know. So you were just talking about endurance, and it yes. just made me think of how it all related back to the first question you asked. And us. when you're enduring it like that, you have no opinion about the suffering because you know the Father is allowing this to happen. So whatever your will is, Father, whatever reason you got me going through this, then let it be. If I must suffer like this, I must do it. Right. You know. And then most times, too, when you do suffer and you pass through it, you always learn or grow from it. There's always been a reason why you Because you're developing that faith. Yeah. It humbles you. That's faith. It uh, makes you see where you went wrong. It causes you to resist the devil. And what, we, what it's doing, too, is helping us to get control of all of our passions and thoughts. It really does when you let that happen through you, when you suffer through it like that. And once you get control of that, then the devil can't help but flee from you because he can't control you through your thoughts and passions anymore. 
because you've endured that. You're enduring it. You're through, you know, going through it without. Can you read uh, without uh, being mad about it? Can you read uh, Psalms 91, 9 through 11 for me? Psalms 91, 9 through 11. It just help it a little bit. So from this point forward, suffer through whatever you got to go through. Don't kick and scream about it. Let it be relaxing it because God is with you and he is allowing it to happen for you, for your good. What do you think about that, Steph? That makes make a little sense. And that's what um, I brought up. How do you feel about your suffering? Because uh, I and a lot of folks don't like the suffering thing. And Satan plays with our mind when the suffering is there, too. All kind of, you know, stuff goes on. Yes, ma'am. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague shall come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. That's right. Um, what he's saying is that it's not us again. It's not us that goes through this thing. He takes us through it. He has his angels camped in about around him, around us. Isn't that something? We find refugees in the Lord. When you relax going through challenges, you're finding that comfort in God. Now, it's not going to feel like it for a while because you don't know that, you don't understand that you're not supposed to be mad about whatever you must endure. But if you relax in it, you start to see that he's with you. You find comfort in him. And he has put everything in control of our life. We have angels protecting us. That's why what I write about these uh, um, heterosexual people, Christian people who are losing their businesses because their homosexuals are, uh, are challenging them. And then they end up trying to fight it. They go to court. They don't have enough money to win, so they end up losing anyway. Why not let the wisdom of God guide us in another way to fight? Fight because we got everything with us. It's just that we don't know it because we've been so messed up intellectually. So we're not operating from wisdom. You know, God will help us fight wars. God will help us fight. He will fight for us. He will guide us in how to do it, but he'll fight for us. But we got to stop and let go and know that we don't know it. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We got to stop thinking that we know we really don't know. We really don't know. That's why it's so important to seek the kingdom of God first before anything. Don't put anything before seeking him. That prayer time, reading the scripture time, just being quiet and doing nothing time. You're you're allowing him to work through you now. You're letting go of all your ego and everything you think you want and know. And you're allowing him to do it. And he will reveal it to you, I'm telling you. Because this stuff that I'm telling you about now, I used to think the other way. I never would have thought hope and faith was the same thing. Even though I read in the Bible over and over again. I thought hope was, I guess I must have thought it was a lack of faith too. You know, it might happen. No big deal. But he will reveal all things to you. Then you can live your life. He's going to tear you down from all that you think you do know. I hear uh, the, um, what do you call those people that believe, uh, that kind of thing Oprah is involved in? Well, I don't know if Oprah is involved in it. Huh? 
No, what is that religion called? No, I forgot. Oh, something, huh? But anyway, the point I want to make, I hear a lot of those people saying now, well, the purpose in life is to find our purpose. <laughs> something like that. We need to find our purpose because no peop- nobody knows their purpose. And you ask me why you're here, why you're living, and the people say, oh, I don't know my purpose, Right? Well, the Bible says we, shouldn't even, we should not be looking for a purpose, that our purpose will find us. So our purpose in life is not to find a purpose. But they got people now looking for their purpose. They're meditating to find their purpose. They're reading all these guru books to find their purpose. But... He tells us not to look for a purpose. And just think about that. He made us. He created us. He knows all things. He knows what is good and bad for us. He knows what he wants us to do. Why wouldn't he give it to us? Why would he want us to be trying to figure out what is our purpose? And it implies that there is something that we can do. And of ourselves, we can do absolutely nothing. We know nothing. And so the moment you be trying to find your purpose, they're going to say, oh, you are a writer. <laughs> and you spend 10 years trying to write. Because he'll come after light, too. But if we just let go, because we have everything, we got everything, and let it come forth, everything that is for us will be. So if you want to develop that faith starting today, into all things. Don't be mad about it. Don't grumble about it. Don't run and tell everybody about it. Don't try to hurry up and get rid of the pain. Endure it. What? Why y'all looking like that? Yes, sir. Does this help? Anybody disagree with anything at this point? I want disagreement. It makes sense a little. Is it food for thought? Because we are, 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 one thing I want to say about your anxiety, when a person truly has faith, the faith that I'm talking about, that you let go and you're willing to endure all things, there is no anxiety. The only way you have anxiety is because you're fighting against it. You don't want to have to do that. And Satan is telling you, you're going to, you know, this is what's going to happen to you. Now you're worried. But if you have faith and you're willing to endure all things, no such thing as anxiety. What is there to have anxiety about? Because even when you're losing, you're winning. That's in a song. Isn't that right? Real fast. Yeah, it seems like you're saying that the ability to endure is what we need. And... To get the ability to endure, we need a willingness to endure? I'm not talking about ability, uh, ability to endure. I'm talking about a willingness to endure. Okay. To allow yourself to just go through it. Knowing that God is with you and he is allowing this to happen for whatever purpose. So, um, Hold a thought. I need your tithes and offerings. We need your uh, donations in order to get this done. Uh, go to my website. Well, you're at the website now. 
but bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND. Um, and you got to get control of your, the temptations of the devil, the thoughts and things that he brings to you, and learn to just relax and endure. You must forgive. All right? Thank you for tuning in, and thank you all for showing up. I totally appreciate it. information to purchase a copy of this program or to make a donation visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663 that's 1-800-411-BOND